welcome back to Technically F1. Today, we are in our podcast recording studio, uh, which is virtual, as everybody knows. And I am Jack. With me today here is... Rashad, and we are here to talk about very pressing topics in F1. Indeed. Including... The Bahrain Grand Prix. And we're also going to talk about next weekend's Bahrain Grand Prix and what's going on for that. What's changing. Uh, also some safety stuff, and just how what was supposed to be the best race of the season was not only the best race of the season, but it was also just a crazy race in general. Oh, Grosjean, too. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget trophy analysis, another segment coming up, uh, and it is a very good trophy, so we shall be analyzing that in great detail. All right, let's get into the race. Now, it all kicked off with Grosjean uh, getting, or not getting damaged, but he swerved to avoid Stroll. Um, Generally, it's a thing that lots of people have to do, knowing Stroll's interesting view on how to drive. Anyway, swerved to get out of Stroll's way, uh, you know, just to make sure that he didn't crash. And then within that, he hit Kvyat's front wheel and crashed. Uh, but this was not a normal Grosjean crash. Rashad, what was slightly different? It burst into flames. Yeah, I think everybody's reaction was the same when that happened. I was watching, um... Yeah, I was watching it live. I woke up rather early to do that. Uh, in relative, obviously, 6am. Not that early, but... Sort of early for a weekend. Anyways, woke up, watched the race, and first lap incident, Grosjean spins off, catches on fire. Now, I'd like to go through the physics of this, not in too, too much detail, but, uh, just, you know, just enough. We also have a um, video on this on the Technically F1 YouTube channel, so go give that a watch. And while you're at it, go subscribe to that channel. We're still making excellent content there, even if it's only twice a week. All right. Oh, Oh, we're already done with the trophy analysis? Yes. Alright, let's just do that. Um, well, I'll beg right. to differ on that it trophy side. Like no, wait a minute. It is, it's in my opinion, an S-tier trophy. It is an S-tier trophy, in my opinion. It looks like a... What you call it? Uh, it looks... Very... Anticipation award. <laughs> but look at how detailed it is. Look how much time and thought there is in that trophy. I think you must like be on the wrong trophy. Get, like, now, wait a minute. I think you must be on the wrong trophy. Barring Grand Prix trophy. 2020, yes. Yes. Wait, let me gold. see if it's different. The silver, like, it just looks like it's plastic. No, 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 no. You're looking at the wrong pictures of it. This is Sebastian Vettel's favorite trophy he's ever won. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I, I see him kissing it. Yeah, he loves it. Wait, oh, look, I put it up there with the British Romeo Grand Prix trophy. I see on, it, on, his on what? Uniform thing. Oh, yeah, they arm. used to be sponsored by Alpha. I mean, don't they, like, somewhat they, Alpha. They own Alpha. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense, but how do you get sponsored by yourself? Sponsored, yeah. Then again, we did that. That's unbelievable from them. Um, also, 
I did watch the trophy ceremony, even though it was over three hours of race. And it turns out the correct title for the ruler of Bahrain, uh, his name is His Excellency. And that is just brilliant. I mean, if I was the ruler of a country, I would like to be known as His Excellency Jack Webb. Rashad, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I would rather be known as... I don't know what I'd rather be known as. If oh, I come was, on. If I was a ruler, I would want yeah. people in my country. Really? The problem with people is you have to govern them or else there'll be uprisings. Good point. You're very practical with that. Yeah, it's a good point. In that case, we just on our homes. So we just fire all the people. Yeah, just fire them. Just like NASA should fire all the Australians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the simplest course of action, I guess. Because apparently Australia is just a plot made up by the government. What? People who live there. What? Paid actors. That is. (laughs) That's too good. Oh my god. Um, but next weekend there shall be another trophy, and hopefully it is the same trophy that we got this weekend because that trophy is the best of the season. Mm. Just deadpan. Wait, Rashad, but is there, other than the British Grand Prix trophy, which is probably a little bit better, it, I don't think there's a better trophy this year. Is there? Okay, wait a minute. Um, let's just see that. Is it trophy guide? Is it trophy guide? Where? All right. Um, well, while Rashad finds what he thinks is the best trophy of the year, I'm just going to mention that if you're listening to this on Monday, you are getting to know about this early. So we have another video coming out on Tuesday, our second video of the week, and that'll be it for this week, unless we get the live stream in, and if we do, yay, if we don't, uh, don't be surprised. And yeah, so Rashad, do you have what you think is the best trophy of the season? I'm using the Hungarian. The porcelain. Now, one. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that was can... last year. Never mind. Okay, okay. But even then, you said that looks like an urn, and now you like it? <laughs> I said the Chinese Grand Prix. Looks like an urn. <sighs> All right. I like the Chinese Grand Prix trophy. The old one, not the Heineken trophy. Um, yeah. I think the 20, but wait, wait, no, this is for the 2020 season, though. I think the Bahrain Grand Prix trophy for the 2020 season is either tied or beats British Grand Prix trophy. We all know the British one's better. All right, fine, 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 fine. But then the Bahrain Grand Prix trophy is second, right? Yes. Then again, it doesn't doesn't say much, though, because this season we've just had Heineken trophies, those generic-looking trophies. F-170, uh, F-170 trophy. Uh, oh, there's one called. that they gave to everybody. The little uh, gold, silver, and bronze of the British Grand Prix. The Ayrton Senna one. Oh, the Emilia Romagna. Ah, I even say that myself. I hate myself for saying that. It's just supposed to be the Imola Grand Prix, the San Marino Grand Prix. Makes me so angry. I mean, How can they ruin so a name like that? A couple of weeks ago, right? 
Yeah, I think it was. And there's still three more races left. So for each week of the school year left, there is going to be a race, people. So stay tuned for Technically F1, both the YouTube channel and the podcast. We shall be doing deep dives in each of these races. Uh, I think and the hope is at this point... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be getting Amar back on for another podcast. So that'll be good. Uh, another guest podcast, because why not? Then again, why, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> exactly. Indeed. So we'll be getting probably another guest podcast, and then we can do end of season technical analysis. Yay! And then we can do this is the market. Oh yes. Yeah. Speaking of driver market, I think Alex Albon has just uh, saved his career. Do we think Alex Albon has saved his career? I think he has. Okay, I can hear you again. Okay. Uh, I think Alex Albon has just saved his career, don't you think? I mean... That podium, though. Oh, I think it's all saved. What? Wait, explain to me how you think it isn't saved. Okay, so, I mean, he may have gotten that, but Verstappen's still better. He's in front. Well, but, two uh, things. And he's gotten one yes, podium he... in his, like, whole career. Two podiums, two podiums. Okay, two podiums. I think he's done it. Whole career. That's what I Pierre Gasly has, and one of Pierre Gasly's podiums is a win. So Pierre Gasly... Yeah, but no, 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 but... Ah, but remember, Gasly's already been confirmed, and AlphaTauri, and they're not going to go change around those contracts. It looks pretty clear at this point. So I think... Our man, Alex Albon, is going to be staying at Red Bull. Then again, I say our man. No, he's not going there, it looks like. Oh, you know what's sad? Grosjean didn't even finish the race. They could have at least said that he he finished in, like, seventh place or something. He was flown to the hospital on the first lap. How can you say somebody finished a race and they were flown to the hospital on the first lap? Richard Hammond. (laughs) So true. Yeah, he completed more of the um the race than Grosjean did. Then again, we can't make too many jokes. I mean, in all seriousness, that is the worst yes, crash I have true. ever seen. Very bad. Yeah, those are generally quite bad. I mean, they're generally um, worse than ones that just burden like most yeah. of you. Anyways, oh, so quickly. Oh, yeah, that was real bad. And, uh, um, what's his name? Um, John Watson? Uh, Robert, um, Robert Oh, that was horrible. Uh, we're just gonna continue talking about crashes, aren't we? For yeah. those who don't know, Robert Kubica crashed in the 20... 2007, I think? Uh, Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, that was also horrifying. His car was flipped upside down. All of his wheels came off. And you could see his feet dangling out of the front of the car. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. And there's um, Bianchi. That was pretty bad. He crashed into a tractor, right? Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of, they, um, everybody was quite mad, apparently, because they, they are, it was a tractor. Yeah, there was a tractor on track at Turkey, apparently. Yeah. 
I didn't um, know that, but that's bad. Signs. It was like, I think it was from Public Signs or um, Lando Morris' camera, you could see it. That's pretty bad. I thought they weren't supposed to do that anymore. They, well, no, really. Yeah. (laughs) Um. uh, Senna, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's Ertin Senna's death, so of course that's a bad one. Yeah. (sighs) Guess Bianchi was technically that was his death. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. Well, no, no, no. He lived on for quite a while, didn't he? Almost a year. Yeah, but coma. Well, in a couple of months. Coma. Yeah, it's a depressing state to live in. It's like not good. No, it really isn't. Uh, anyways, let's. Oh no, what were you gonna say? Ah. Uh, is he a full vegetable at the I moment? Don't think so. I don't know. I hope he isn't. Oh, that's excellent. Isn't he, isn't he, like, voice cars, like, like, in 2017 or something? Yeah, and he was watching a race with Jean Tot this year, so I think he's okay enough to be not a full vegetable. Jean Tot? Yeah, and speaking of Jean Tot, he has a, um, a personal security detail. I found this out by watching the race. Uh, and also... They had nothing to talk about during the red flag period, so I learned that A, the Bahrain Marshals are apparently the best, which is great. I learned that Jean Tot has. Yeah, there are all volunteers. Jean Tot apparently has personal security that follows him around the world. I didn't know he was that important, but you do you, Jean. And, um, what else did they say? Uh, you know, there wasn't enough. There wasn't even rain at all, so they couldn't, you know, make little boats and sail down the pit lane. But that would have been funny. Is there's never been a safety car crash? Uh, didn't somebody crash into the safety yeah, car? It's technically not. It's, it's technically Good point, yeah. Crash, so. And speaking of, I think this is a segment that we need to bring up after each race. Uh, guess who was drifting on track and was spotted? Yes. No, Bert Mylander. Really? I mean, I see yeah, again. Yeah. Two races in a row he was so- spotted drifting around the racetrack. I hope he does it again. Uh, it's just, it's fun to watch him on Friday evening. Have you heard the clip of uh, Max saying, who is this drifting in front of me? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was Lewis, right? Yeah, it was Lewis. Yeah. Well, let's get into the race then, if you're ready, Rashad. But first thing I want to talk about is, I think Wait, Valtteri thing? has... Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the most dangerous car in America is the Ford Mustang. Really? Oh, okay, do tell. Okay, um I mean it's probably no I mean it's known for hitting crowds. Right, yeah, of course. That's just the sort of the urban legend about Mustangs. And then again, it really isn't an urban legend. You rev a high power Mustang and it pretty much just gravitates towards a crowd. So is that how it's racked up all of its um, deaths, I guess? Just uh, hitting people? There's 58 deaths per million. Whoa! Crashes. Whoa! I'm not celebrating that, but that's crazy. And then there's number nine. 
Oh, number nine. Yeah. <laughs> you have a muscle car, and then you just have this little uh, Asian car. I mean, I think I know why that one's dangerous, because if you drop anything on it, it breaks. And then Isn't that, that one's Versa. really small, right? And really? Yeah. The Nissan Versa? I mean, it's probably just because it's really common. Yeah. I mean, it's just everywhere, aren't they? Hyundai Elantra. Oh. Yeah, 500. Nissan Versa. No. I thought you said not Hyundai, but um, Dai Elantra. <laughs> uh, oh, that was Chevrolet yeah. Sonic. Hyundai. Chevrolet Ascent. Sonic. And Ford Fiesta. Oh, all right. Well, I think then, after two minutes of the podcast listeners hearing about the deadliest cars in the world, I think we need to go and talk about the Barre Grand Prix. Uh, rather funnily, Stroll... Oh, uh, yes. in the worst years of the F1, um, 5% yeah, yeah. of the drivers were killed. One what? Driver. 5%? Yes. That's still quite bad. Okay, one driver in the worst years. Yeah, but one driver per year. Imagine that. That's, that's horrible. Bad years. Bad years yeah, I know, but that's still really yeah. bad. Yeah. I suppose 1994 was a bad year. Well, then again, in the 50s, there were a lot of bad years. Jackie Stewart was talking about that all the time. Anything ending in four is probably a bad year. Anything ending in yeah. four? 1994? 2014? Actually, oh my god. 2014, Jules Bianchi, 2004, um, Schumacher won again. I don't have a problem with that. Um, 2024, um, Hamilton wins his 11th millionth world championship. Uh, All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the U.S. Grand Prix. And then he he replicated the crash a year later. I mean, he didn't replicate it, but he was darn close. It was pretty similar. Um, Do we go, then, to the Bahrain Grand Prix? Let's try this for the third time. The Bahrain Grand Prix. Now, Grosjean had his car. His car split in half, right, after his crash. Uh, In the fire, a lot of people don't understand what it was, but... After watching it so many times over and over on rerun footage, I think I have figured it out. I think his battery packs were just super, super hot. And because they're close to the um, fuel tank, when that punctured, it just lit the entire thing on fire. Uh, rather, they are dangerous in a way. I mean, the turbos are really hot. The, um, there's hybrids, which are lithium-ion. I mean, they're not the safest F1 cars. Uh, enter stage, whatever it is, the high-nosed F1 cars, which would have been able to dissipate that energy much better. I was, I was talking to Rashad about this uh, before we started recording, and I was just saying that in the video I mentioned that the, um, the high-nosed F1 car will be able to dissipate that energy over a larger area and probably not have split and probably not have broken its fuel tank. And then again, though, you know, if... 
the kind of step one car you gotten that far into the barrier, then in that case, with no halo, Grosjean would probably not have a head, which is also slightly problematic. I know you'd be trading helmets that year. <laughs> That's a really bad joke, but it's also <laughs> really funny. <laughs> um. Anyways, so after the one hour of red flag, which every single F1 fan, even though they were worried for Grosjean, they were also pissed that they had sat in front of their TVs for an hour, listening to the pundits talk about Jean Tot's personal security. Anyways, uh, the race got back underway. Bottas had another eh, start, and what that meant for him was that he sort of dropped back, and he actually got a puncture. Uh, but this was all after Lance Stroll was flipped by... Take a guess, Rashab, who flipped Lance Stroll? I want to say Daniel Kvyat. Well, you're right. It was Daniel Kvyat who did flip Lance Stroll. Oh, that man has a cursed... Yeah, but Grosjean was already out of the race. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was Kvyat. I, I think his left front wheel was just cursed because it not only sent Grosjean into the wall, but it also flipped Stroll and ended Stroll's race. And at this point, you know, uh, racing point, they just lost a huge chunk of points. And you could hear Otmar Safnauer being very angry over the radio, as angry as a Canadian can be. I'm angry and a Canadian. It's just two things that don't really go well together, does it? Oh, one second. Um. Oh, podcast interruption. Anyways, so at this point, Racing Point lost a lot of points. So, uh, Bottas, with his uh, tire failure, or not a tire failure, it was some sort of Rashab's back. Bottas got a slow puncture from the debris. Um, and the, actually the crazier thing was they had the tractor on track for a little while before they had, um, or during the time that they had restarted the race. So that is in two races, two failures to follow the tractor rule. And I think that's quite bad, isn't it? And also, um, considering these are the people that like make so many rules that don't really need to be there. Like you can't wear a t-shirt that has politics on it. It's not even politics. It's just living. Yeah. Oh, was that about the Brianna Taylor yeah. shirt? Yeah, that was silly. Uh, anyways, so Bottas was dropped to the back of the field. And everybody, the pundits, everybody was making jokes at how he wasn't able to cut his way through the field. They said, ha, essentially just, ha ha, Bottas in big car that goes fast in front of people, but it's slow when it behind people. I mean, that's an oversimplification, but that's pretty much what they said. And Bottas was just struggling and struggling and struggling, and he had not much pace overall. There was a point where Kimmy was faster than Bottas. Kimmy in the Alfa Romeo was faster than Bottas in the works Mercedes. Take that in, people. Yeah, but Bottas is just, like, not as good as Raikkonen. Kimmy. Yeah, he's not as good as Kimmy. That's just that. Kimmy, with his superior skill, outdrove a person in a Mercedes. Bottas or anybody. Who, Kimmy? Kimmy. Oh. Oh, Um, That's not a great part of my argument. 
But he had a broken front wing, and he had a very slow pit stop, so that didn't help him. Also, yeah, they're both from Finland. Are we now going to make a Finnish joke? I hope not. Please, no. Raikkonen barely finished the race. Alright. Our 1% of Finnish viewers... Our 1% of our viewers are Finnish, apparently. Uh, And the fact that, you know, they're just all... Oh, yeah, yeah. We also have 1% of our viewers from Singapore. And 1% of our viewers from England. Actually, though. Um, Yeah, yeah, so we have really international people. And because we have over 100 viewers... We have probably a person who ha- from Finland who has listened to the podcast at least once. Good to know. Okay, um, but recommend was in 15th place. <laughs> Only 17 people completed the race. But he had a broken Alfa Romeo. Oh, I mean, yeah, do we... are always broken. Yeah. Do we give him a poor race rating for that? I don't I mean, know. Do we really say no? He's not. I think he did a great job. He's in the alpha. That's not really his fault either. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever Reichman yeah. crashes, it's never his fault. Like, no, I mean, remember when his tire came off earlier in the season? That wasn't yeah, his I fault. Mean, it's never been his fault. He, he always races, and like, no, whenever he crashes, it's like the team's fault for like having a bad yeah. car, but like not doing something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hey, well, that that I works as well. Has such <laughs> Just having a bad car. Like, have, like, have you seen that Julia eh. Quadro Oh, I can't. I, you pronounce that unbelievably well. I cannot pronounce that. I uh, every single time I just say Quadro <laughs> I can't. I muddle that name every single time. No chance. <laughs> Uh, but you're sure it's quadrifo- oh, for God's sake. Quadrifo- ah, sure. I can't say it. Uh, <laughs> it's spelled, uh... Yeah. Q-U-A-D-R-I-F-O-G-L-I-O. Quadrifo- it is quadrifo- Oh, oh, quadrifoglio. Foglio? Quadrifoglio. What? F-O-G. Quadrifoglio. <laughs> F-O-G. Foglio. What? Oh, oh it's... It's 500. Ugh, it's unbelievable. Like 503 horsepower in a sedan. That's legendary. Yeah, but it's the same amount as their SUV yes, makes. they use the same... They use literally the same engine and everything. Yeah, the same gearbox, I think, as well, right? I think so. I think they use everything the same except for the body. That's excellent that they do that. That's quite cool. Alpha in general is a cool car brand at the moment. I think it's a work of art, um, that car. It's not... Good point. Yeah, Alphas are notoriously unreliable. For those who think we're making it... Yeah. For those who think we're making a joke about Italian electronics, uh, we are both doing that and not we're doing not that joking. at the same time. So, you know. No, we're not joking, though. It is serious. They're, um, yeah, they don't Ferrari's, really turn on. Ferrari's electronics are jokeable. Oh, yeah, they don't work. Um, you just try to start the car up and nope. You have a hybrid Ferrari and you're thinking, you know what, I'm going to drive 
the entire three-mile range of this hybrid Ferrari in electric mode. Immediately, it just says, nope, electric mode not there available. There is no such thing. I, I mean, it, it's... Ferrari. Oh, but I think there is in their new, um, their new SF90 oh, yeah, Stradale. Uh, can't. Yeah, you can't do a full electric and mode. James I think Clarkson almost shot one. <laughs> I think Clarkson almost shot an SF90 after he drove it. He was displeased, <laughs> okay, to say the least. Okay, the Roma is like, whatchamacallit, it's only 200 grand. Brand new. It brings, yeah, it brings back vibes of the 599, which I really like. But, uh, like, I was Does it? Yeah, it does. Um, there's this Roma in my neighborhood, and I mean, it inspired Ooh. me to look it up, and it's it's not even yeah. that expensive. No, and it's better than the Portofino, the Portofino which some people like, won't I agree with, but I think it's. I would like one in turquoise with either a French flag or an Italian flag yeah, on the I side of it, or a, as a racing stripe. Gold wheels? Would you put gold wheels on a modern Ferrari? That's no, a pressing issue. Really? I would on the um the Pista. Uh, like red Pista. car with gold wheels. There's only one Ferrari. Really? Like, you don't like the Pista? The F8. Okay, and I that like is? The, and the, the F8 Tributo? Yeah. Uh, it's not... The F8 Spider is a... um. It's a that's car. Is that the hybrid one? Oh no 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 no! The F8. That's the um, that's not the SF90. That's the uh the replacement for the 488, isn't yeah. it? It's a little cheaper. I think. Yeah. Well, I think it's a pointless car though because, or no, excuse me, it makes the Pista pointless because the Pista suddenly has the same power as the base level F8. So I know they're probably going to do an F8 Pista soon, but it's sort of taken the value for the moment out of the Pista, okay, and all Pista owners can't F8. be happy. They, it's like a work of art. Have you seen the back of the car? It's not, it's like two random headlights. It looks like it a fish. It looks good. Like a fish. Come on, you can't tell me it doesn't look a little, little bit like a fish. Yeah, a little bit like a fish. Well, here, no, no, you want a car that looks like a fish? Look up the ATS GT. That the car looks like a fish. It looks like that is one of the- Also known as plastic or trash. <laughs> Too good. Too good, Well in. Um, yeah, no, look at the ATS GT and look at look its at fish face SF in the room. It is comical. What about the, the SF90? It's a, um, it's a mad car overall. And the fact is, Clarkson hates it. Look, I have a rule with many cars. If Clarkson he doesn't approve it, I don't um, approve yeah, it. I, I break that rule. I, I love Porsches. And Jeremy doesn't like yeah. Porsches. Uh, oh, good point. Right, he doesn't like Porsches. Just yeah. yeah, it's just... Yeah, anything that Richard owns, he can't own, apparently. The prototype one. Did you see, like, the one that's just, like, silver in front, but then gray? Oh, actually, I like the little silver mustache. I know you can put these little mustaches on the SF90. I think it's a bit pointless, but the silver one doesn't look half horrible. bad. It 
it looks more than half bad. It looks full bad. <laughs> I don't know about it that. Like I think it's all right. It looks like a LaFerrari and F8 had a child. Rashab, I just want to mention that we have now been talking about Ferraris for the last five minutes, and we should probably get back we to the should. Bahrain Grand Prix. Uh, people will... St- yeah, good point. Let's get back Let's to the Bahrain okay. Grand Prix. Uh, uh, and... They didn't do bad. Uh, what do you mean? How they did it? Oh, I made a bold prediction, and I said that the fourth place team next year would be Ferrari in my video um, that is coming out seven. tomorrow. Uh, and I would... What are they, like, sixth? I think they are. I think that, though, that is probably a good video to watch, so plug in our own YouTube channel. Um, go give that a watch. Uh, good they details really on what's happening for next year and why. We don't have... They got 13th and 10th. Oh, That's wow! Amazing. One point! That's unbelievable yeah. from Ferrari. Oh, wow! <laughs> I mean, for Ferrari at this point, that's actually not half bad, getting one point. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, so Bottas is pretty much out of the equation from lap three onwards. And I think that sort of ruined the fight for first. Uh, but I think the thing that really ruined it was the fact that Max Verstappen had a five-second pit stop. Come on, Red Bull. If they had had just a normal 1.8 second pit stop, Max would be ahead of being ahead of Lewis, and Lewis would have had to chase him, and that would be great racing. Then again, Mercedes straight line performance in mind, he would probably just blow by him with DRS on the main straight, and everybody would just be like, oh. Underrated, yes. In the top five of all time, no. I think that's my final conclusion on him. Okay, but he's really good. He definitely is going to become a champion when Lewis retires. I think it's, it's almost, almost too late, late for him. I think it's almost too late for him. He would have at least one. It is he completely Lewis's fault. Fault. Yeah. Well, I think what's lucky about it is that Sebastian Vettel got in right before Lewis got to Mercedes. Yeah. So he had his four championships right before then. Then again, I don't think people really liked at the time Sebastian Vettel dominance, but looking back at it now, I really don't mind it. <laughs> Bring back Sebastian Vettel Red dominance, Bull if dominance. I'm honest. A different team would just well, be nice. Red Bull dominance, yeah. And, um, Vettel. Yeah. Vettel? Yeah. Well, you know, in my F1 2020 My Team game, I'm considering hiring Vettel just because his driver stat has gone up insanely I mean, high. He can do... He's doing really well considering he's in a Ferrari. Yeah. Considering he's in a bad well, Ferrari, I think that's... Bad. We gotta remember how well he's doing. No! The no, they had a very, very good years. engine last year. Or two years, two years. Yeah, he, they had a great engine in 2018 and 2019, right? Yeah, and that was fine, and they could essentially... Oh, Matteo Clown, Benotto, Mr. Clown there. Um, Spinotto, the clowns of the pit wall, pretty much. I love that meme photo. Um, whoever photoshopped that is an absolute legend. And for those who haven't seen it, it is essentially the Ferrari pit wall with little clown emojis over their heads. It's just, it's too good. Um, anyways, I think, though, 
it might not be too late for Max Verstappen, but I think he'll probably get at most one championship before he I retires. Mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, hopefully he gets more. But he has serious competition. Yeah, I Williams. think we all want that. I mean, not, I mean, if the Williams driver is... Yeah, Williams Russell is going to be... Williams, he's not going to win anything. We'll probably lose everything. No, no. Actually, it looks as though with the new regulations, Williams could be in a power position with all of the um the extra wind tunnel testing that they get, as long as they strategically stay behind Haas, which at this point I've realized they're doing, they're actually trying to not get points so they get as much wind tunnel testing as they can, which is against the spirit of the rules, but then again, it is also very smart aerodynamic-wise, and I think at some point they're going to have a very good car okay, aerodynamically. And I think... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. How do I feel about rally car racing? What do you mean? I'm confused. I think if the cars were faster and if the stages were wider, I would be all for it. However, the stages are too narrow and the cars are a little bit too slow. I think they should all have a top speed of 150 miles per hour. uh, Rally car racing has the... I mean, it could be really cool. Also it has the potential, sport, in essence, so, like, right? Normal people can go and do stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, in Washington, yeah, but even then... Official partner with Subaru. I know. WRX. I know. Oh, um, WRX. I mean, Who I'm wants to race the WRX? Um, like, it has a decent amount of horsepower. Oh, yeah. It has the same uh, weight to... Power ratio as a demon. Yeah. What? Really? How have they managed that? What they have said. Then again, it says something about how fat the demon is. The demon could be a minivan. It's a thick car. Very thick car. Well, I think you could probably put that engine in a minivan and it would beat a demon. I think that's okay, what like, uh, we're actually finding here. Like, I mean, um, rally car racing looks interesting. Did you see uh, um, Jeremy Clarkson like, trying to, with the WRX? What was he doing? Like, trying to drift. Nope. Making the drift video. Oh, yeah, that was excellent. He, um, yeah, he's not he too good at the car and his replaced car with the. Audi. <laughs> An Audi midway through the jump. That was unbelievable from him. <laughs> Too good. The best. Mid-jump the is switched to an Audi. Cars, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but they're not mm. even in rally at the moment. Yeah. Um, but Rashad, after another three minutes off topic, we're going to be more technically F than we're F1 okay, than we're going to be F1. Question. We got to finish the Bahrain Grand Prix. Okay, which is oh, your all favorite right, all right, between right. the uh, WRX, the Mitsubishi Lancer, and the Honda Civic Type R? Uh, Lancer yeah, Evo, I mean, it's I better. Like the Lancer, but I also kind of like the WRX. 
I'm gonna have to go with the WRX. It's the OG yeah, I... car. All right. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, back to the race. Uh, midway through the race, we had a disaster transpiring at Renault. Uh, what happened there was that they had to press the big old team order button and get Esteban Ocon out of Daniel Ricciardo's right. Now, nobody ever talked about this in their post-race debrief, but uh, team orders were used in the race. Rashab, are you a fan of team orders? Do you oh, like team now. orders? Probably not. Team orders, where they say... Driver one, you get out of the way oh, of driver two. In this case, Ocon, get orders. out of the I way. Huge gun. What's a mortar? A what now? Oh, oh. <laughs> nope, nope. Okay, um. Uh, anyways, team orders. What are you thinking? It's stupid. Like I mean, with like when they told they t- they used to tell Valtteri to let um to let Hamilton ahead. Yeah. Like, Moose by. Makes sense. Cause, I mean, yeah, if and... one driver is winning, like, you're you're wasting time with that. Well, it's generally to help the championship or to see if they can get the other guy ahead. Um, but then again, I guess Ricardo is just god at Renault right now, and he said, "You guys, let me buy Ocon." And three and a half seconds later, Ocon is just stopped in the middle of the racetrack, and you have Ricardo going Ricardo, right by him. Ricardo... Um, I mean, obviously he didn't stop, racer. but... I think he threw away his career. Let me just tell you one thing. He's not getting team orders at McLaren. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Lando is McLaren's golden boy, and it's not going to be Ricardo's time there. It's going to be okay, mostly but, uh, Lando, Lando next year. Like, I mean... Lando is an interesting dude. Yeah, he is. I mean... Well, what do you think? What were you going to say? He needs to, like... I mean, he had so much to ride on his shoulders, like, this last, like, season. 2020 season. Like, um... Yeah. Well, I think he's proven that he's quite good. the last couple of races, he hasn't been doing so well. He's been getting, like, four or five points. But he beat Carlos. Yeah, um, but, I mean, at this race, and Carlos, he got fourth. I think that's. I feel like Carlos might just be losing like on purpose, just to make it so Ferrari drops him. You think he just wants I mean, to get I out would. of that car as fast as possible? Yeah, I think Mick Schumacher is going to be going to Ferrari soon. Uh, once Signs is out of contract or Signs wiggles out of his contract, Mick Schumacher is probably going to take that seat. Sorry, and speaking and, uh, of Mick Schumacher, yeah, speaking of Mick, uh, you know what? He is 12 points ahead in the Formula 2 championship. Mick, don't bottle it, buddy. Uh, we all want to see you win. Right? I think we all do, right? Oh, come on. You're telling me you want Robert Schwartzman to beat Mick that. Schumacher. I kind of just wanted to see the... Ah, I want. Yeah. What do you mean the driver line of shuffle? You have to lose one driver no matter what. I guess. uh, (laughs) Good point. I think though that it's cool to get Mick Schumacher up into F one. Don't you think? I think it's cool. Uh, Right? Is it just me? I mean, I think we're just missing a Schumacher in F1, and that's I mean, not a I'm good thing, is it? The Schumacher. The Schumacher. What? Oh, come on. Lewis. 
No, no, but this is better because I'm a lot happier if Michael or Mick Schumacher is winning or Steven Sebastian Vettel for that matter than Lewis. Lewis No, what? Now, how are we getting that all mixed up? I'm not a Lewis fan. I think most know that at this point. He's a, yes, he's a good driver, but mm, Michael's better, Kimmy's better. But they're still in all the, um, they're in, like, the same tier. The S tier of drivers. Uh, no, because I hate their aerodynamic philosophy. I think it's an absolute joke. They're long wheelbase cars. The, um, the actual... What? I'm afraid to tell you, no, no, no. Their long wheelbase cars are just stupid. I've driven them in the F1 video games, not obviously in real life. Um, they're just harder to drive than everybody else's. And for that reason, they're stupid. Then again, though, right? It's, um, I think everybody hates the team that's winning. Although I didn't mind Red Bull. I think everybody hates the team that's winning. Is it just me? I hope it's not just me. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Red Bull was winning this much for Verstappen. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if it's Red Bull. I guess I just don't like Mercedes winning. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't Mm. like Mercedes winning. I don't like it. Then again, I don't think too many people do. It's sort of like, it's becoming a bit like, oh, Mercedes win a race. Oh, Mercedes win a championship. I think everybody said, or here's right, here's my opinion on the entire thing, right? Most people were like, oh, nobody will break Ferrari's record of, you know, most consecutive drivers and constructors world championships. And at that point, I think nobody did think that. And the fact that just Mercedes are in the recent years have steamrolled, not just that record, but they've broken pretty much every record, is just getting quite like, a bit old. Like, uh, if Lewis pulls a Kimmy and stays in this world until he's like 40-something... And, I mean, I feel like Lewis might just stay there until he's, like, 50. Well, I mean, if Lewis stays until he's 40-something or other, we might have to just drop him out of the, um... If he can't consistently perform at the, um... Or consistently perform well in the car that he has, I think he just yeah. drops out of our top three, doesn't he? <laughs> Whereas Kimmy is performing consistently well in everything he's been... What, though, was that? Alright. Scared the crap out of me. Jesus. Uh, Alright. <laughs> um. One horrible sound. Anyways. Anyways, late in the race. We'll wrap up the race now. Late in the race, you had an engine failure for Sergio Perez. Uh, Rashad. Was yes. that heartbreaking? I guess. To, like, he needs to do well now. He needs that Red Bull seat. No, but, you know, now that Albon has that podium, I think it's great for him. Looks like he's staying in F1, and I'm all good. No offense to Albon, but I'm not a big fan. I mean, I think they they could get a better driver. Even Pierre Gasly. I agree, but I think it's important that he stays in F1. Look, here's my opinion on Albon. I I want him to stay in F1. Um, he doesn't need to be yeah, at Red I mean, Bull, like, right? Like, I agree. He does not need to be at Red Bull, like but 
No, no, no. He's a um, he's beyond the Williams caliber at the moment. Uh, then again, once Williams get up to their their proper place, their winning I ways mean, again, awesome. then I think we'll all be um, we'll all be happy. I mean, we all pretty much said that with Charles Legreg, uh, Leclerc, um, but that that joke didn't work, did it? No, no. Um, anyways, we all pretty much said, oh. Leclerc is going to be a half-tier driver for a couple of years until then maybe he'll get drafted up to Alpha or that sort of thing. No, he was in Alpha for his first year, performed so well that he went straight up to Ferrari the next year. I think it's the sort of thing where we, if, I think his year in, or his half year in Toro Rosso proven that he was good enough to be at Red Bull, and then his time at Red Bull has proven that he's just, He's having trouble with the Red Bull package. I think it's the right phrasing. Moved down to like which one call it like maybe Alpha or Alpha Alpha Tori. And then like oh, and then uh, which one call it? Yeah, but uh, George. But then who uh, gets kicked out? Italian Italian Jesus or um, Kimmy? Okay, in that okay, case, want, uh, he's out. Russell, um, like, uh, Antonio Giovinazzi is out. Uh, no, I Red Bull. He'd make Mercedes? He make a great teammate. Why does George? <laughs> yeah, but he throws out his he throws out his career the second he goes to Red Bull because he knows, or maybe he doesn't know, but we know that Red Bull's a harder car to drive than the Williams. George Russell can handle it. Yes, but he would still throw away his career because he'd be the wingman for Max Verstappen. Yeah. Come on. He a, would be the wingman for Max. Like a uh, that would be... Yeah. A reverse Daniel? Tossing him up into a... Actually, you're right. He becomes the wingman for Max instead of stopping from with the team and uh, stopping being a wingman for... Yeah. I have a point there. Yeah. I don't know what to say then. Do we, um... Do you... You think he'd honestly be the best candidate if Alex I left? I think the best candidate would be with, What's his name again? Uh, Sergio Perez. Oh, Nico, I think it'd be Nico, Nico Hulkenberg. Like, he's just gonna be... He's out of the drive, Alex. but he's... He's not bad, but he's not good. Well, but what if Nico took the place of Stroll at Racing Point? I know it's not going to happen, but we can but dream. I think that'd be great. You then have a very strong team, which has two Germans on it. Then again, it's run by British people and owned by a Canadian, so it's sort of a hodgepodge. Okay, I think uh, Alex would be I think Bottas. Bottas is a good candidate for Max. Bottas is pretty good. Well, some some people were saying that he was going to um to Renault for next season. Um, and clearly he isn't because Ocon's staying at Renault. Unless they just cancel his contract, and that could be I wouldn't mind that. Probably the best way out of the Renault embarrassment for Ocon. 
I'm not a big fan. Of I mean, Juan. he's just I, embarrassed I himself. Yeah, um, which is knocking. I don't think that's Max why I don't like him. I think it's more that he. What you think Max should have given him? Yes. Or you think Ocon should have given Max more space? I mean, you shouldn't crash into. I mean, you shouldn't. Crash I don't think he needed to. No, but then just give Ocon a race ban. I, I think that's all that needed to happen on that end. <laughs> but speaking of people that we think need to be a or get a lifetime ban, there was a guy, uh, a guy in the Italian F four. That would not be appropriate. Uh, no, no, we can't say that. Now that we deemed very inappropriate. Uh, there was a guy in the Italian F3 championship, and a lot of people are trying uh, to get him banned from that. I'm trying to find his name. Uh, it is Alessio Deletta. He drove at, I kid you not, 200 miles per hour on public roads. And not on Audubon's, on Italian roads. This guy is an absolute menace. Do you no, think I that mean, he should be really out of his seat? He should probably go to jail for some time, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Alright. Is that our verdict, then? That he should just go to jail and not I mean, be, um, be, not be sent? Is, or not be kicked out of... Because they need a race card. Yeah. So we just... In that case, do we just um, have him lose his seat? I don't know. What's the best course of action here? He'll lose his seat and lose, like, maybe some other stuff. Yeah. He'll lose his right to vote if he moves to America. He'll use his, or he'll lose his Lamborghini Urus. Yeah, yeah, he drove a Lamborghini Urus at 200 miles per hour because that's a cool idea. And the well, funnier I mean, thing is he posted it on his Instagram. Catch him. And that's why everybody's freaking out. No, 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 not in the Lamborghini oh, Urus. No, um, <laughs> that thing's stupidly fast. Actually, no. You know, they would. They would catch him because the Italian police okay, force has a Lamborghini Huracan. Like, I, I mean, but this is a race car driver. Versus some police officer. What, you think he's gonna just outdrive the police officer in a hurricane and he's in a SUV, a V8 SUV? He's he's literally a race car driver. Yeah. Yeah, maybe outdrive, but on the highway he will not be able to outdrag a police officer. uh, Uh, But anyways, so you think, let's just... uh, Find the truck that was in the car. Um, yeah. And then just like, it has like, a, a truck. Truck. <laughs> like, like, uh, isn't there a video of like a Russian guy? Yeah. Who yeah. Him, um, who drove up the ramp or whatever and ended up on the other I side. I think he did, he right? Turned around and he just drove away. It's too good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So we just we put him in jail, but we don't give him a lifetime ban. Okay. All right. That's the verdict on that then. 
Uh, finally, we I have one more topic, that, uh, which is going to be we next weekend's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles an hour in a Lamborghini Urus deserves a better seat. <laughs> um, but he's not he very caught? good. Like, Maha Ver. No, 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 no. He's like Maha Verugunathan slow. Like, really slow. That was the F2 guy last year who embarrassed F2. Um, by just being really, really I, slow. I, like, back of every about, single race. Oh, this is going again. Um, Latifi? I mean, he was really slow. No, 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 Ragunathan. I'm talking about Ragunathan. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you can say that, but Latifi finished runner-up in the championship last year, what and that's not finished? slow. Is it? No. Nicholas Latifi. F2. Hey, Nicholas Latifi. Compared to, like, Lewis. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, 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 of course. It's much slow. It's very slow compared to Lewis, but um, in general, not it's not slow. too, too slow. Um, no. <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, though, so next weekend's Bahrain Grand Prix, it's going to be on a different track layout, a faster track layout. And unbelievably, Max Verstappen is actually confident. He says that he thinks he can do well there because of the um, the downforce needed. Something about downforce, I can't remember what he said. Do you think the Red Bull the will Red be able Bulls to compete with the Mercedes next weekend? The Mercedes, whether the win is a different thing. Yeah. Where, oh, my question is going to be, where do you think Alex Albon will qualify? I mean, I think Albon will qualify most likely near the end. Like, I think maybe... I three, think he can do P4 three, next weekend. Or 13. P6 at worst. Here's my thought process. Either Red Bull is slower than, um, whatchamacallums, um... Racing point. Either they're slower than racing point or they're faster than racing point. If they're faster than racing point, Albon will qualify ahead of Stroll and probably ahead of Perez. If they're slower than racing point, then he'll qualify sixth. Thing that needs to happen next year. If oh yeah yeah. Uh, next year. Uh, nothing. Just money. They're money well, I mean, people. They give money. If Aston Martin made the engines, I mean Aston Martin. I mean, but they don't have the money to do that, like do they? That's the only problem I have with Aston Martins. Yeah, they do. Well, actually, it makes a lot of sense because they're using a Mercedes engine in the Racing Point, which is soon to be the Aston Martin, and they use Mercedes engines in the oh. um the Vantage, and the Vantage. It works perfectly. I kind of like the Vantage, so I heard. Or at least I tell myself that. Oh, I think the um, I think the Vantage is great. There's not much to complain about for the Vantage. It's a in general a pretty solid car. Oh, all right. Merc engines, though, I think they're pretty great. What if I told I you that, that every single Pagani has a Mercedes engine? 
Oh, okay. Really? Oh. Uh, no, no. In fact, they don't all have V12s. The Zondas have V12 no turbos. Uh, they sound pretty godly, I gotta say. Zondas. I, I, have you I'm, ever heard of Zonda? I'm it's pretty crazy. Person, I mean, obviously not in, in person, but... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The Huayras, or the... Actually, not the Huayra, I'm gonna say it how Jeremy Clarkson says it. The Huayra. The Huayra sounds like a, um, a bit of a vacuum cleaner low in the RPM range, hey, the but higher boxer, up it sounds absolutely crazy. Hey, the old Boxster, you either sound really good, or you sound like a vacuum. Yeah. Are really bad. Yeah. The, um... Would you... I don't know. Would you like it if there was a Pagani F1 team or a BMW F1 team? I know what I want. Okay, I think BMW would do a better job. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But I think Pagani would be a cooler F1 team to have. 61 minutes. What? What do you mean 61 minutes? What about 61 minutes? That's actually really funny. So for those who don't know this, this is a podcast that we're not going to be editing little parts in and out of. This is going to be a one-take podcast. Do I know why we're changing the format? No. Will it ever be like this again? We just have made no mistakes so far. So it probably won't be like this next time. We'll see. Uh, But that is actually really cool. We've never recorded an anchor clip this long. It's really good to know. Um... Anyways, Rashad, but I think a um, a Pagani F1 team would be cooler in general. I'm going to look up there's, if there's a livery render of a Pagani F1 team. Okay. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, Want to do the outro yeah, then, Rashad? The uh, goodbye, uh, people. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our podcast. Yeah, anyways. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. Uh, this was a technically F1 podcast. Uh, quick thing, Rashab, there are some renders of no, the Pagani F1 car. Uh, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, anyways, everybody, thank you all for listening. Um, we shall be back next week, and we will be talking oh, about the oh. second barring Grand Prix. Uh, before we leave, we do just... The colors. Oh, no. The you think it's bad? There's too many of them. I one? don't know. I like it. Did, did you see the black, red, and white one? Or the multicolored The, um... One? Oh, I just saw the, um... The one that's a bit further down the list. That's the, uh... Just the black and white one. The HP double With the red accents. Anyways, people. Uh, yeah, like thank you. One. I don't like the Formula A. Yeah. Okay, in that case, then people, uh, you can look up this Pagani F1 car. It isn't real, but it has been designed by a guy named Sean Bull. Uh, cool. Go look at that. Anyways, as Rashab said, uh, give us a follow. This is an O for heaven's sake studio recording. Production copyright, I'm not quite sure of the day. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Look at this, we're monetized, we got a sponsor, hey!